We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We'll see. Let's hope everybody drives safe and so forth. You all have fun today and be safe. It's 9.09 and we're joined by... Our friend Cynthia Lee Shang, president of Jefferson Parish. How are you? Good morning, Tommy. We're doing fine. Thank you. Ready for the cold How weather? Are you? I'm good. Are you ready for the we're, cold? You like it? You love it? Uh, oh, well, not like this weather that we're anticipating. I'm actually at our emergency operations center now. We're all very busy trying to get prepared for it. So, How do you busy pre- days. How do you prepare for it? <clears throat> well, we're here. I mean, right now, look, this is coming right after we've had the tornadoes. So we have... You know, a number of people who were affected by the tornadoes last week, we have some people in trailers and mobile homes, some people with, you know, tarps on their roofs. So we're trying to make sure they're as safe as possible over the next couple of days. So um, that's a lot of our work, coordinating across agencies, working with the sheriff's office uh, to make sure that the people who need to stay warm, you know, have a place to go. So it's a lot of that work. Of course, from an infrastructure perspective, you know, our water department's very concerned um, you know, people are going to be running water. We don't want to lose any water pressure. So, um, you know, we're suggesting that if you have a raised house, you know, to go ahead and run a small stream of water. But if you're on a slab house, we're asking you not to do that. We don't think that's necessary if the pipes are under the slab. Yeah, it's kind of a, a two-edged sword because you don't want people to run too much water, but yet you don't want a lot of frozen pipes after where it water's... Is- it, it it really is like a double-edged sword, like you're saying, because you know you got to, to. If everybody just looks out for themselves, the whole the whole system gets a little bit compromised. And the last thing we want is to throw everyone under a boil water advisory. And you know the concern not is kind of twofold. You know if everybody runs water, it's one thing, but also if pipes freeze and bust, we're going to lose a lot of water. Uh, we could lose a lot of gallons of water there, and that would also cause low water pressure, mm-hmm. forcing a boil water advisory as well. So that's that's the group in our public works team that are really working hard right now um, just to prepare and fill up the reservoirs and all that kind of those kind of preparations. You know, I always wonder about here with my job and and yours, unfortunately, people listening right now, maybe children that are alive now that may not be because of the cold weather and space heater concerns or carbon monoxide or what have you. So. As parish president, I'm going to give you a chance to address that and talk to people. There are many dangers coming up. Now, look, the, we were we had a miracle that no one died for the tornadoes. But I think um, because the school systems shut down early, we at work shut down early, people were more at home, less people were on the road. Um, that helped us. So we every weather event, we have got to take it very, very seriously. And there are a lot of perils and a lot of dangers coming up in the next few days. 
whether it's traffic, you know, and ice on roads, which we're hoping that's not the case. That would be a whole other ball game if, you know, it's icy roads. The sheriff's office is going to be out having to close, you know, we'll have accidents. That's a whole other ball game. So we're really hoping that's not the case. But like you said, within your home, carbon monoxide is an issue for us, as well as people trying to warm themselves with space heaters and children in the home and blankets catching on fire. So, you know, you really have to be very, very careful if you're if you're using those kind of, um, you know, equipment to um, make sure the flammable materials are, are three feet away at least from any heat source and that the kids are away from it and that, you know, the fireplace, if you're running at that, you're <clears throat> making sure you're disposing of the ashes properly. And all of those things are um, a lot of a lot of perils ahead. So um, we're going to have a press conference at 11 because I think the more people have it in their head and, and understand the dangers, the better we're out. We're going to get out of this with no injuries or, or fatalities. Then you factor in Christmas trees, and, and I'm not trying to be a, an alarmist yes. here or anything, but, but there is a, a sincere danger here for people that, you know, because you don't think clearly holidays going on, this, that, the other thing, and before you know it, unfortunately, somebody could lose their life. So be aware of what you're doing before you do it. Yes, that's all. I mean, put it in the front part of your head and on the front burner that there are some dangers here. And then, you know, just enjoy the holidays. I mean, try to stay off the roads. Just, you know, this is a time for family and friends and you don't need to be going out. Don't go out and, you know, enjoy the time. But but be aware that there are dangers coming our way. We're not used to dealing with these kinds of temperatures. You know, like when we had the tornado, I was shocked at we're not we're used to defending against a hurricane. Tornado is a completely different animal coming our way the time frame was so different um you had seconds to respond hurricane we have days even when the wind gusts start we have time tornado you have seconds so again we're approaching something that we're not used to doing temperatures in the 20s and teens this is just not what we're used to going through a couple times of the year so that's why we just need everybody to be on alert um we're we're going to be we're partially activated now at our emergency operations center um if it if it needs to be we'll quickly move to a full activation. Um, but, you know, we, we want to make sure people who have vulnerable homes are taken care of. So I know the sheriff's office will work very closely with us on, you know, if they see anybody, look, if you see anybody that looks like they don't have a home and they're out on the street, maybe this person's mentally ill, maybe they're on drugs or something. I mean, we've got to protect those people. Call 911. Sheriff's office will be immediately out. We'll have um, places to go so they have warmth. Um, so we all have to help one another through this event. What are they telling you about the roads? Because it's not going to be a rain event. There's no precipitation forecast, but I don't know what happens with dew or I, I'm an idiot, Cynthia, when it comes to this with, with um, frost or roads freezing or anything. If it doesn't rain or is everything okay overnight where it doesn't freeze? Well, they, they were, you know, as they were expecting high wind gusts. So if there is rain, um, they're saying the high wind gusts would, work in our favor and dry it up right but um obviously that's that was our big concern is if if it is a a wet event um and then we have ice on the roads you know um i think the sheriff's office immediately goes out and it's it makes sure people it's the bridges that you know kind of go first right so um in terms of freezing and they get people out there to to kind of close some of those areas so that's what we're saying if that's if that's the situation we're going to be in it's a completely different story if the if the roads are going to be that way um that's not really, as of the latest, that's not really what we're expecting. I mean, it could happen in certain areas, but we're not expecting that. It's, it's really a storm or a weather event, I should say, about protecting people, like you keep hearing people, pets, pipes, and plants.
just from the from the really cold temperatures. And look, for your press conference later, feel free to use be aware of what you're doing before you do it. I'm going to give you that phrase. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, let's take yep. a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the year in review. Look ahead to 2023. We're talking to Jefferson Parish, Jefferson Parish President Cynthia Lee Chang. But seriously, do be aware of what you do before you do it. And you'd be surprised how many people do stuff that's just dumb and they don't realize it. And before you know it, somebody gets hurt or worse. So just be aware of what you do before you do it. 917, quick break. Tommy Tucker, WWL. 922, Tommy Tucker, WWL. I always love this Christmas song by... Um, Eartha Kitt, yeah, because she purrs this song the way that's it's supposed to be sung. The, these later editions where they they make fun of it, they don't get the song. Anyway, Cynthia Lee Shang, president of Jefferson Parish, joins us to talk about the preparations for the cold weather and, and to be safe with, you know, heating and uh, fireplaces, three log maximum and space heaters and Christmas trees and so forth. Do you have a, on a lighter note, do you have a favorite Christmas song, Cynthia Lee Shang? Um... I like that song. I don't know who does it. It's about the snowman. Um, oh, gosh. Who sings that song about the snowman? It's kind of a recent song the last couple of years. It's a, it's a Hey, Mr. Um, snowman or something like that? No, it's kind of a rock kind of. That's my new favorite. What is it? Sia. Yeah. It's, yeah I think. Yeah. Who is it? I don't know what the name Tim is. You know what, What's the name of it? Yeah. What's the name of it? Snowman. snowman. Do you want to build me yeah. a snowman? I see ya. No, it's just called Snowman. Snowman, look it up. Tim by Sia. But of course, but of course, you know, Tommy, I'm a product of the '80s. I was a teenager of the '80s, so Band Aid, yeah. the Band Aid song, "Do They Know It's Christmas," is always is always, um, you know, right. That's my that's growing up. That's right? a little, so. little bit before my time, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> a I, live I, concert, the Band Aid concert. What I said it was. Do fun. they know it's Christmas? Pl- Tim, you know play- what song I'm talking about. No, I, know I do you know do. the song, but it was before my time. What Tim play the song? You got it. Let's see. This. Yes. Yes. Really? That's it. You're before. very good. Let's hear it. Oh, I don't hear a lot of jingle bells in that, Tim. Do you? Okay, <laughs> kind of bittersweet effort there. Not you know, not a lot of deck the halls. Uh, it gets stuff. better, Tommy. You got to listen to it right, longer. Well, Tim, it gets you keep a playing. Bring it, it back different. when it gets better. Okay, you monitor that in there. The situation. Listen to it. It's a great song. It's great to have assistance, isn't it? Um, let's <laughs> talk about the year in review. Looking back, what what do you think? I'll tell you one thing. We got to talk about is. You know, the, the the playgrounds were going along, and Cynthia Lee Shang saw a way that they could be better and, as a leader, tried to improve things. She could have just sat back and had a long lunch, but no, she decided to try to make things better because that's what leaders do. Thoughts on all of that, please, if you will, Madam President. Look, you know, I got into office to try to improve things. I, I love that. You know, I love the operation side of the house. And if we can do it better, that's what we tell our management team. Make it better. I got your back. You know, so I think what happened with the recreation when looking back, I was talking about this the other day. We weren't able to define the problem. And so when people felt threatened about their recreational system and how they know it, they didn't realize that the programs that we were running when you were a child or teenager at, at probably many of our playgrounds, we, we, we looked at six, but, you know, maybe it could be as much, many as 12, 
were not the same. We weren't able to field teams anymore. We were not giving the same services that you got as a teenager to many of the children in Jefferson Parish now, and we need to fix that. Um, and look, we have great steering committees at six playgrounds now that are working incredibly to change programming. We, we're seeing new activities come out. Um, one of the things is we wanted to bring in new sports. Well, you know, we were bringing in cornhole, and we, we, were, we were able to land the American Cornhole League big tournament in March. We're looking forward to that, and we're going to bring that to all the playgrounds and teach, you know, adults and kids about cornhole. We're, we're looking to build pickleball courts. So uh, we're moving forward. Um, but it's been a, you know, I think we had to go through that. It was always going to be an emotional issue. It, people do have um, very strong ties to their playground. I do, too. Um, but this was all about the kids and making it better for the kids and giving kids stronger programming. So, yes, that that was part in the fall. We were very busy on that. And I want to thank you for covering that because it was paid attention to a lot and a lot of conversation about it. But, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of positive momentum because we went through that. Well, I got to tell you, I admire and respect you because the easiest thing in the world would have been is to do nothing. You have a vision. Right. You, you see how things can get better. And sometimes people are very resistant to change. You know that. But that's what leaders do. And sometimes you got to put yourself out there. And you did. Uh, what about um, water, sewer improvements, street improvements, Severn, everything Absolutely. else? Absolutely. That's going to be one of the biggest, you know, this council and, and our administration, that's one of the biggest things that people might not realize we did. We secured um probably over a million in each, I mean, a billion in each department for improvements for the future of water and sewer. Those were very old infrastructures that we had. We really didn't have a pipe replacement program. So we were in the mode of, you know, when it breaks, we fix it. And when you have to fix it on an emergency basis with an emergency contract, it's like nine times the amount of us just trying to fix it. So we're going to bring you a modern system. It's going to take some time right now. The council's you know, we're, we're in the process of bidding a lot of this work out and a lot of the design, but um, we're trying to bring you, for instance, water. We're talking about water today a lot. A modern-day system of where on you can open an app, and on your app you're going to be able to see your daily water usage. You're going to be able to see the trends of your water usage. You're going to be able to see if there's a leak. You're going to be alerted right away. So it is a modern-day water system, um, and we're going to start doing that um, you know, in, in the next few years, but we're starting that work now. It's going to take a while to get to everybody, and we're going to do Grand Isle first and Lafitte first, and we're going to do commercials, and then before it gets to um, you at your home. But this is this is happening now. Well, I live in Plaquemines. I don't think you can get to my home, but I understand who you're talking to. Um, <laughs> yes. When it comes to Grand Isle and Lafitte, how about the recovery since Ida last year, the strides that were made? You know, when we looked a year out, it was just amazing at the amount of work and all the people who helped us, the nonprofits, everybody, the church groups, everybody. It was amazing. We did it. I'll always say it's like two stories. We did an incredible amount of work in removing the debris and getting a water line back and getting electricity back, all of those things to get a community back. What those communities are struggling with now is, um, is um, uh, the higher rate of insurance that, that we're seeing on the flood insurance side and the homeowner side. And that certainly is a result of the storms, not a direct result of Ida, but that is the biggest challenge we have for those communities. We have a working coast. We don't have, um, we don't have people who, you know, and we try to get this out when we go fight for this in DC. These are not people with second homes that are multi-million dollar homes. This is a working coast with people who have to, um, be part of our seafood industry, be part of our oil industry, be part of the new emerging technologies we have. 
um, with wind energy. So we need the people to live there. This is our community, and we can fight for it for a cultural reason, for a historical reason. But this is for the nation's economy today. We need people to live at the coast. And because of what's happening in insurance, um, this this is a big threat to us. So, yes, we've recovered well. We've recovered as best as we could. But the recovery includes the insurance piece, which is on the forefront of everybody's mind on the homeowner side and as well as the business community, too. You know, I was talking to Jim Donlin earlier, and I, I don't know what the answer is really. I know he talked about incentives, but it has to be profitable for the insurance company to write, but yet it has to be affordable. Uh, yet the company has to have enough assets so that they can pay claims. It, it, that's a tough Rubik's Cube to solve, don't you think? It is tough. I mean, they, they've got to be able to – um, they're not. They're a business. They're not going to go somewhere, um, you know. And and they and they know how to crunch the numbers better than anybody mm-hmm. does. They're not going to go into a market where they know they're going to lose money. So we need to work on these issues. And there's a lot of discussions going on and, and real brainstorming on how do we tackle this. Um, and we need to probably look at you know being able to go to the insurance companies and make ourselves more attractive too. Um, so yes, th- these are being talked about on a policy level, I would say right now. And that's not even touching flood insurance, which is a, a devil in and of itself. And that's handled at the federal level. Uh, what about uh, Christmas trees recycling? You want to talk about that? Absolutely. So we, we've had this program for a long time. We go put, we go put, um, the trees out into the marsh and it helps us on our first defense against storms. And we have volunteers that do that. So um, we want you to start putting your Christmas trees out on January 11th, um, but we need a, a regular tree. So no flock trees, no no painted trees, no decorations, just like the tree that comes out of nature. We want to put that kind of tree back into nature. So um, we ask that you be part of this program and put your tree out, and we'll have um, people come pick it up, and then we'll have um, we'll go drop it in Lafitte, and we'll go out on boats, and we'll go line those trees and line the marsh with those trees. And it's a fun day if you volunteer for that event. It's all, We always have a good time out there. I don't know you that well, but what I know of you, I would bet that there are a couple of things on your radar for 2023, 24, 25, 26. What about, am I wrong? No. Yes. I mean, the next year's election year, I hope I I have the chance to to work on things in 2025 and 2026. What about 23? What's on your radar for next year? So one, some of the things we're working on now, and, and we'll be making bigger announcements, is our code and our permitting. We're completely kind of redoing those departments to make it more streamlined and you know more business friendly. And how do we, um, how do we, you know, that's been a long thing in Jefferson Parish. We've kind of heard complaints about. So that's what we're working on there. We're going to continue to work on our litter initiative. I, I just drove to the EOC this morning and saw a big pile of trash. You know, that's just my personal, I can't stand it. We continue to work on that. You know, recreation will still be um, pushing that that rock up that hill. Um, our, our early childhood education, our Head Start programs, all across the parish, we're gonna, we have plenty of initiatives going on. But the problem is we keep getting distracted with these, emer- you know, distracted with these emergencies. And, and, and we, I, we're just playing defense too much in these past couple of years. And, and we're ready to play offense. So I hope 2023 is going to be a... Any a fi- little bit calmer time for emergencies. I'm sorry. Any final thoughts? No, we just, again, like you say, Tommy, be aware of what you're doing before you do it. I got it. So um, that's the message. that That's your message. And then listen to that snowman song because it's an incredible song. So you just got to give it a little bit. Did it get better, Tim? Do you have any more of it? Let's see. <laughs> I love the artist. Who is it? Sia? 
Sure, I'm a big yeah. Sia fan, but I actually I will start listening to it. Hey, thank you, Cynthia Lee Shang. Merry Christmas thank to you, you and your entire family. Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. Merry too. Christmas. Okay, thank you. You bet. 9.33.27 before 10, we'll talk to Matt Jewell with St. Charles Parish. And we'll get an update from the Weather Center because when it comes to the freezing and roads, it's all about if it... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 